how can the stories we tell and listen to help us understand our personal journey how do we make sense of our struggles and better equip ourselves for coming challenges the reverse angle is a podcast where we take a deep breath it's where we inhale relieve refocus and exhale it's a podcast where we tell stories of the journey irrespective of the outcome it's a podcast for anyone and everyone who wants to mentally rewind and take notes we believe that there is beauty in everyday life and that the small insignificant things hold the keys to bigger more rounded truths we love different perspectives and anyone can be a guest I'm Chuxike and I'll be waiting to hear from you. I'm Chuxike and on this episode I have Onimie Uba. Onimie Uba is a HR personnel and I think that it was the person from the last podcast who recommended that because that's one of the things I'll do on my podcast. So if you come on my podcast, you have to recommend someone else. Oh, really? And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I do it. And for two reasons. One, uh, the fact that I have friends doesn't necessarily mean that I would have more rounded discussions with all of them. One. Two, okay. Uh, the fact that I get to host an interaction with someone who I've probably never met before is an intriguing concept for me because I normally would not necessarily go out of my way to meet people. Okay. But having the, having the podcast work that way means that oh, I'm going to meet intelligent people, I'm going to meet smart people. And I'm going to get lots of opinions that I never even knew existed before. And I think that alone is, is one of the reasons behind the storytelling I want to do on this podcast. All right. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about confidence. Yeah. And you know, the, the thing is that, remember the, the intro I sent, I said the discussion on confidence can be as elusive as a call. Yeah, true. And if, you think about confidence, normally when you're talking about what makes a great leader, or when you're talking about what makes a great employee, how do people get involved in work, and you know, even what makes a great life, nobody ever, ever mentions confidence. Really? Yeah, people don't mention So you feel like, oh, a person must be thoughtful, it must be this, it must be outspoken. But you know, that word, that concept, confidence, we don't mention it as one of the most important things. Just mentioned like, oh, in passing, oh yeah, the person must be confident. But it's surprising that when you meet someone, when you first meet someone, the first that strikes them about when you start talking to them is their confidence. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's the first that strikes, strikes you about them. And you don't even know in your conscious mind. It's just your subconscious that just raises and says, "Oh, this person is very, is very controlled. Is very confident. You can trust this person with business, even a business interaction. If I'm negotiating with someone for a business, and I need person to carry out a particular service for me, just the person confidence can decide whether I give him that job or I don't. And then I go away saying things like." I just didn't feel like he could do the job. But what I actually said is that I didn't think he was confident enough to do this particular job for me, even if he had said all of the right things. So you can say, oh, it's my intuition. It's my, you just actually want to know my second mind. So I mean, 
what are the unknown ways that you've come across in the topic of confidence in your daily life? It, it has come up in many ways, actually. Even like, first off, if I'm talking about when I was still, you know, a child, a teenager growing up, you know, getting into secondary school. Personally, I was a timid person. I was not um, a person that was um, very, you know, or very, that liked talking to people. I was not that kind of person. I just, I don't like talking to people. I just like being on my own. But it always interests me. It always intrigued me when I see people my age, people older than I am, you know, become so confident at something. And it makes it, it even intrigues me more if that thing that they are confident about, they are very good at it. Because I know that there are some people that are confident, but they don't know what they are saying. They oh. don't know what they are doing. Yeah, it's, yes, yes, yes. I, I, let, let me distract you. So yeah. I, I had this colleague of mine when I was in school one time. So we had, we had a departmental event. So in that event, you know, it was lecturers and students. So this guy came out. He's an orator. I'll give it to him. Mm. This guy came out and he went and he spoke, spoke up. We were clapping and we were hailing. <laughs> so after the event, he would ask that. So what did this guy say this event? Nobody could actually say one thing that the guy said. Oh, God. <laughs> so so what of our lecturers start on that? Say, come, bros, come here, come here. What exactly where you said in that place that we are clapping for you. That's how the boys started laughing. It, yeah. it, was, it was crazy, but then when you look at it, they actually they see people who you think, oh, this guy doesn't know much. But then they are so confident. And when they are speaking, nobody waits to check what they are saying. Mm. And, and I think some motivational speakers have got some bad rap because of that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I always advise people that before they become, they start displaying, you know, you know, you are, we know you are confident, you know, we know that you can stand before people. But before you can, you do that, make sure that that thing you are talking about, you are very knowledgeable in that area. That thing you're displaying confidence in, you are actually good at it. Because it could, it could become a confidence go wrong kind of situation. And mm -hmm. people, if people were, you know, we're, we're happy that, you know, this person is going to come present, this person is going to come show us what he can do. And you, it turns out that you can't do it. Uh, Nobody is going to recommend you. Nobody is going to refer you. Nobody is going to give you a second chance because they feel like, ah, this one is just confident, but there's nothing up there. There's nothing there. So yeah, there are those kind of confidence. But the confidence that I'm you know, referring to is people who take great deal of time to improve themselves and showcase that confidence. You know, like in the, in the, in the area of personal growth, somebody realizes that, oh, um, I, need to, I need to be talking with people, I need to be communicating with people. There is a way you talk to people. The way you talk to your friends is not the way you're going to be talking with your boss. It's not the way you're going to be talking with clients. It's not the way you're going to be with pastors, with um, people in you know, top positions. There yeah. is a method to it. 
So even if you are confident, like I can, I can go and meet that person. That person, his high status is not intimidating me. His high this is not intimidating me. Fine and good. Given the opportunity, are you going to fall your hand? Are you going to fall and flop because you've not been able to train yourself to speak appropriate? So you should, you know, join with confidence the ability to develop that thing, that skill. You know, it's not limited to communication. It's limited to, it's, it can be different things. That thing that you are good at, that thing you're interested in, developing yourself in that area, practicing it, and there will be improvements. And that confidence will be will become relatable, will become admirable. People begin to look at you and say, oh my God, this person is really confident. They will not even remember that you are skilled. They begin mm-hmm. to see the confidence in you. They yeah. will not... They will not quickly say, oh, this person is skilled. Say, I admire how confident this person is. Oh, she's so good. She's so, I like how fluent she is. I like how eloquent she is and all of that. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, I think let's even talk about confidence and career growth. So you're a HR, HR person, yeah? And uh, you understand how people are able to transition from one stage of their career to another, right? I mean, how does confidence play a role? I mean, can confidence actually determine how far you're able to be in a professional career? It, it has a lot to do for you in terms of growth. If as a newbie, you've just, you know, entered into the corporate world, you've entered that entry-level job, maybe as a trainee, as an intern, as an entry-level officer anyway, by that time, you know, the thing that is associated with newbies is that that time we are fully, we are fully energized. Our vibes are all over the place, active, mm-hmm. ready to work, ready to prove ourselves. And in that, will I say, en- enthusiasm, you're going to want to take up a lot of tax. You're going to want to prove yourself. You want to, you want to be able to show your colleagues, show your supervisors that you are capable of, you know, retaining that position and even moving higher. And when your colleagues realize that, you know, you are that kind of person, they will drop more work for you. They will say, ah, this one I've come. She doesn't know. She doesn't know what's up. (laughs) She's just active. She's just taking off. She's spending more time, staying late, you know, working overtime. And they will take advantage of that ability, of that your enthusiasm. That's if you actually have manipulative colleagues. And if you are not one to realize that, oh, I'm actually now doing more than my job description and it's getting me stressed out. I'm doing more than, you know, I'm, I'm do. And I'm getting stressed out. I'm not even giving out quality work for the one that I'm required to do. Sometimes your colleagues can even realize, when they realize that you are an, oh, yes, man. Yes, no problem. I'll do it. I'll try to get it done. They will even dump their own work on you. Mm-hmm. And if you're actively responding, you cannot, you don't have the nerve to say no. To say, to politely say, I'm sorry, I can't take on this because I have to get this done. If you do not have the ability to say no, they will ride on you. So that will impede your growth career-wise. You yeah. think that you are doing well, but you don't know you are stagnant. Oh, wow. Not doing the things that, you know, 
ought to improve your, you know, the quality of your work that will now make them promote you. You are doing the work of others while trying to, you know, do your own work. Mm. Okay, I, I get that. So as a creative for me, I, I think that confidence actually can determine how far you go or how far you drive. Mm -hmm. And I'll set an example. When you, when you start out as a writer, mm -hmm. you've learned, you know, you, you have a basic skill and you are growing. Mm -hmm. But when your career sense, it's important that you're able to access opportunities. And every, every opportunity that means that you involve growth is a higher responsibility than you had before. And mm -hmm. confidence means that you are able to assess yourself based on your current capacity and they are able to go for higher, more demanding tasks. Yeah. But if you if you don't have that confidence, you won't go up, you won't go for those tasks. And that means you are not going to show up the place where you are meant to show up in. Yeah. And because you are not showing up in the place where you are meant to show up in. They are not getting the opportunity you should get. So if, if an ascent to a particular level was supposed to take about three or four years, before you find someone that will nudge you ahead to mm. go for those opportunities, you might have spent eight, nine years. Mm. Instead of when you should have doubled your growth, you'd be stagnant a bit halfway. And, and that's why confidence is very important. And the other thing quite important to note that. Confidence is not necessarily, um, lack of confidence, sorry, is what we refer to as um, self-doubt. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have confidence, you doubt your ability. You, saw, you see something you are, you know that based on your skill level, you should be able to handle it. But for mm -hmm. different reasons, and there are many reasons why people can feel self-doubt. Family, previous experiences, bad relationships. Mm -hmm. you know, and then you see someone talking down on yourself and then they're they are like, oh, I've internalized this and then I feel, oh, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at that, I'm not good at that. And then it can affect you in ways beyond what you can even expect. Yeah. And they see that happen, you know, in day-to-day -day interaction, you know, relationship with people. And, you know, it's not perfect. You can see why people are the way they are or they feel the way they feel or even they have that self-doubt. So now, now that we're talking about I think, I think that there actually can be three levels to this self-confidence we are talking about. Yeah. And, and I'm going to talk about a very interesting phenomenon that we have even down here in Africa and probably Nigeria to be specific. So there is a point where, there is a point where someone is having self-doubt. Mm -hmm. You know, the average point where, oh, the person is confident, but maybe not too confident or as confident as you should be. So once in a while, self-doubt creeps in. And then there is a point where somebody is actually confident in their ability to be able to do something, and they are not afraid to show it. True. Yeah, they are not afraid to show it. So now coming to something that I, would, I really want to talk about. So um, I think that was like, um, early this year, Bonaboy won the Grammys. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, people were saying, ah, now, and, and he, he, not people saying, ah, now, he raised a very important question. In Nigeria and in Africa, we have this concept of um, false humility. Yeah. So, and so things like, oh, how, how did you, how were you able to grow your business? And the person would be like, oh, 
Omo na God. And you have people coming, coming around you and they are asking you for means and methods through which you build your business. And because they are trying to be humble, they now mm. say, oh, it's the grace of God. You know, I did this, I was not there, and then God came through for me. And yeah. why we cannot put out the, put, pull away the position of most of things we do? You now see that those people who refuse to follow that particular line of thought are now considered as proud people. True, true. Yeah, so for you, what, what, is, what is, is, there any, is there any difference between you know, high self-confidence and pride? Or who just use pride to excuse the level of confidence that they can exhibit? I think that there is a line between arrogance and confidence. So okay. the difference is with confidence, you are respectfully stating your point of view. You're respectfully stating, you know, what you are capable of doing, your skill, you're, you're respectfully stating, politely stating, you know, your abilities and doing whatever it is you're doing. But with arrogance, mm. you don't care about, with pride, you don't care about um, people's opinion. You don't care about people's um, values. You don't, you don't, you're not interested in any other thing anybody wants to say. They can go and die. They can go and, you know, do what, what, whatever it is they want to say, whatever it is they want to do. You don't care about people's opinion. You don't even think that they are capable to. You're just, yeah. focused, you're just focused on yourself. You think that, you know, you are right up there and there is nobody that is coming, as in the next person is way, way below you, as in you don't think of any of any person as capable. So that's how I think about the difference between confidence and pride. The difference between confidence yeah. and arrogance. Yeah. Uh, so Bonaboy was within his right to be a confident person. Yes. Uh, at the oh, same nice. time. Yeah. So I, I think I, I think under thing too is that we can we can actually get unnerved by people mm-hmm. who are extremely confident. Yes. And and I've seen I've seen it have seen it happen to me sometimes, and I'm asking myself when I eventually go back to think and learn, but this person wasn't doing anything wrong, just that he was expressing a level of confidence I had not come across before. Now, if for particular example, I have a friend of mine who when when I talk about people who are confident, this guy's confidence is called the roof. Wow. And, and when I say it's confidence of the roof, when he wants to take the risk, he doesn't see, as long as he has done the calculation, there's nothing you will tell him that he's listening to. Really? And normal, normally would think, normally we expect those kind of people to fail so that we get to tell them, I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yes, and, and I've seen I've seen a lot of people around him tell that one that and that's one thing, you know, just with the older generation. But I've seen this guy consistently go at risk. And with a very high, and when I'm talking with a very high level of confidence, I'm not, he's the kind of person that gets to a police checkpoint. I know the, you know the, the kind of thing that happens with young people and Nigerians, and he stands his ground. And he will be alone, and you feel, oh, this person, normally you think, oh, let me use wisdom. These people can just release a good and they will kill me. 
and it doesn't it doesn't give give a damn to anybody who wants to anything. And it will obviously when you come across that kind of person for the first time, you feel like this person is too arrogant. But then when you start to look at it, you now start to understand, no, this person actually is not arrogant. This is just who they are. And this is how they express their being. And the fact that they have a high level of confidence does not mean that they have this regard for other people. They are just being misunderstood. I wonder if you come across any kind of person like that before. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, you I'm saying. Yeah, I got you your question. Like okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, I feel like I don't think I've I've so much as met somebody who is you know, whose confidence can almost be mistaken for pride or for arrogance. I have not met such people before, but I've always seen you know, um, I've seen confident people. And usually they are very polite about it. They are not trying to run you down your own opinion, like trying to overshadow you or something. They are always, you know, trying to keep that respect, keep that boundary while remaining confident. Yeah. So quickly, I think we'll, we'll talk about the other side of confidence and reversion, and they'll talk about being a confidence and their random. Uh, there is this notion that introverted people are shy. I don't know. That's... I don't know if so. introverted people uh -huh. are shy people because they don't. They don't necessarily. They are not necessarily the first people to pick up in a crowd. Yeah. So do you, do you think do you think that school of thought is justified? I actually don't. I don't agree with that school of thought. I don't. I don't agree at yeah. all. I really don't agree. So I have a different opinion about introverts and confidence. All right, all right, okay. So, um, you know, the confidence we've been talking about, like showing or being, you know, standing up for yourself, being the life of the party, all of that. I feel like those kind of confidence are for extroverted people. Now, right. people who are, you know, introverts, there's something we call introverted confidence. So they are kind of subtle. They don't they don't speak too much. It's always quiet. So because of the nature of introverts, they sometimes respond slowly. And while they are very great listeners, they need some time to gather their thoughts, you know, before they speak. And because they are still, you know, a little slow with gathering their thoughts before they speak. Some people can interpret that to mean shyness, okay. but that's not really what it is for some of them. It's because they need extra time to, you know, gather their, 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 their thoughts, to put their thoughts together before they speak. And when you, when you introverts confidence, they always, you know, show themselves in situations they enjoy. If you put them in okay. their elements, if you put them in their elements, you put them in situations that they actually enjoy, you'll be shocked at what they'll do. You'll be shocked at the, the way they will speak. 
So, for example, you might have seen somebody that or known somebody who is very quiet, and you just dismiss that person. Ah, this one doesn't doesn't used to shake body. This one just you know you just think that you know they don't have relevance. But if you get close to that person, you'll be shocked about all the goodness and talent that's embedded in that person. So that's introverted confidence. Like when they choose to, they show the best version of themselves, not at your own, not when you want them to. Which is why we always, you know, interpret it to mean shyness because it's not to be, you know, active that they are active. So, so I think I think I can I can relate to what you just said. So on on a normal day, he personally for me, uh, I'm an introvert, mm-hmm. and so regularly there there are some topics that if you start discussing them now, mm. you are going to hear my voice. <laughs> but, and because these topics are very few. And there will be very few people who would actually raise a discussion with those topics. So most of the time, I'm like, nah, not for me. Nah, not for me. That's right. Then when I now have to speak, say, a public event, a public gathering, and people have gathered, I feel nervous. First mm-hmm. 10, 15 seconds. But after the 15, after like first 10, 15 seconds, and I'm able to block out a lot of I am. I start to go and I start to engage the audience. Now, if you came into that presentation, say in the third minute, and they told you this guy speaking was an introvert, you are going to argue. Mm-hmm. And and I and I think that that plays out a lot. And you know, introverted people get you know get judged for their introversion. And I've seen quite a number of statistics that shows that. Um, workspaces. Workspaces are built for extroverts, and and so as an introvert, it's, it's very important for you to learn some certain level of extroversion if you want to move up career-wise. I wish I wish I could say I wish I not true, but I've seen it play out a lot because if as an introvert in a workspace that needs you to show up at some certain times and you do not show up, there's every likelihood that people will not be able to know what you are capable of or what you can do. And I, and I think that even if you are talking about confidence, I think it's something that if you identify as an introvert, it's something you should really look at. So I, th- I think that will take us to discussion about you know, simple ways that you can build self-confidence if you think that you are actually lacking in self-confidence. So I'm going to let you take the lead on this particular aspect. As someone who has, you know, been able to bring yourself from that stage where you felt that you were too confident up to the level where you think that you are now. Share with us some of the things that you've been able to do over time to help you in your self-confidence journey. Hello? Hello. I can hear you. Okay. All right. So yeah, you got my question. Yes, I did. All right. All right. So let's go. All right. So before now, I I've not been a very confident person, and I'm still working on being very confident. But 
my past, usually I would become nervous and not follow through. But right now, even though the nervousness is there, I follow through with it. You know, what's the worst that can happen? That's what I tell myself to build my confidence. So coming out of my comfort zone has helped me build confidence. That despite the nervousness I'm feeling, despite the self-doubt I'm feeling, I should give it a go. I should do it. I should move forward. I should make that speech. I should write that article. I should, you know, make that video. Do something about it. By so doing, I will build my confidence. And another thing is, capacity breeds confidence. Yeah. What I mean is, if you are very good, what follows it is confidence. Yeah. When you are very, you, 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 you're trying to be the best at what you do. Have you ever noticed that people, when they're talking about what they are passionate about or what they are good at, Without knowing it, as they are talking, their eyes lit up. The confidence, yeah. as they are talking, the confidence is building. There's a lot of things they want to say. And before you know it, they forget that just a moment ago, nervousness was wrecking their ability to deliver. Yeah, so, but because they are talking about what they know, what they are capable in, that is why they confident. So become capable, become good at what you're doing then you can speak confidently. So the thing, thirdly, what I just want to say is, don't be so hard on yourself. It's not going to be easy becoming confident or becoming confident. Reward yourself from time to time. Celebrate your efforts to push away negative thinking. For instance, if you are able to stand on that stage, maybe before now you were having stage fright. So if you're able to you know, stand on that stage and deliver, Maybe you've not even delivered quite well. Maybe to you, 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 you were still stuttering as you were talking. But you stood on that stage, which you would not have done before. That's progress. So celebrate mm-hmm. that effort that you have done. You know, celebrate, reward yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. And you do it once, you do it twice. Before you know it, you're thinking, ah, this is not so hard after all. I can actually, uh, you know, do this. I can actually become so good at it. So, yeah. Uh, That's how yeah, you build confidence. Yourself. So, so um, I, I think I'm going to use a buzzword you already know. So, building confidence has a lot to do with vulnerability. If you, if you permit yourself to be vulnerable, to you know, to be perceived as weak, and to share your weak moment, not actually come and say, "Oh, this is my weak moment." I think you can actually allow yourself to develop more confidence. And, and that's a method that has worked for me. So yeah. um, when I'm thinking about a situation that can terrify me, I'm always asking myself, like you already said, what's mm-hmm. the worst that can happen? Yeah. But then I think I think about that who have gone into my position and they have flopped. Mm-hmm. And I think, so what happened afterwards? You discover that, oh, people empathize. You don't see that, oh, stop calling them out. Who empathize with them? And you know, help pull them. So I'm always telling myself, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, nobody's going to come and beat you because you didn't do this well. The worst that can happen is that they will shout, and they will only shout if you allow that all of the things that they say get to. So obviously, growing a tough skin and learning not to take people's word at face value. Mm. 
Because a lot of time when you're trying to build self-confidence, you know, you won't get it right at the first time. Yeah. But after mm-hmm. you keep showing up, keep showing up, keep doing things you need to do, you help. There are all kinds of things that I think that you know we need a little confidence to. Like I already said, that we have we have a culture of false humility. And that means if you have an ability, there's every likelihood that in the name of false humility, you will not necessarily announce yourself. So you won't put yourself in the spaces where you're supposed to be. And then you can say that particular thing affecting you or affecting your career progress, like I already said. So it's important to know that talking about things you can do, especially when they have monetary value, is not pride. It's basic marketing. And if you don't market yourself, you won't be in the spaces where you are meant to be to access the opportunity that you should be accessing. I think that's one. And generally, there, there are lots of you know, tips on enhancing self-confidence and lots of books about you know, enhanced self-confidence, which you know, if, you, if you're interested, you can just you know, chat me up after or just send me an email from the link on the podcast and you can you know, just recommend one or two that have actually helped. Uh, so uh, what are your final words on this podcast? So I just want to just say finally that Confidence is relative. So if you're an introvert, if you're an extrovert, you can actually remain either of those things and still be confident. The main thing, like I said, in in building your confidence is make sure that whatever you are doing, you are capable. Whatever you are doing, you are showing us capacity. You're showing us that you are the best at that thing. You're showing us that with, with you, as in going with you, is like going with the best. So mm. once you show capacity, you will automatically become confident. Like there's no gain saying about it. Just become confident. So become capable. If you're thinking about a way to start, I can't get on the stage. Keep practicing. Keep, keep talking to yourself. Keep making videos. I can't do, I can't, you know, get that job, my interview skills are so poor. Practice, look friend and practice. Tell that person to ask you questions while you respond. Keep practicing, keep developing yourself. And before you know it, that comes through the roof and mm. you'll be surprised at yourself. You'll be surprised at what you can do really. Yeah, that's it. Oh, wow, this has been an explosive session with you. Yeah, thank you for coming to my podcast. Thank you. I'd love to talk to you some other time.